0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. I've had a bunch of people send me a story, which is ironic because I am actually in the story in a roundabout way. And some people just saw the headline, thought this is a topic that sounds like it's right up Steve Leto's alley. And then, of course, I've also got notes saying, oops, Steve, I didn't catch that you're in the story. So it's from Jalopnik, my good friend's at Jalopnik. And the headline, Chevy offers Bolt owners $6,000 to waive their right to sue over battery fires with an update. Now, there's a lot going on here, more than meets that headline, and Bob Sorkanich wrote this story, but I spoke to Bob on the phone for quite some time about this. The subhead is Chevy is refunding up to $6,000 to Bolt owners who bought before the company slashed prices on the electric car, but the money comes with a huge catch. What you gotta sign to get the money, that's the issue. So, after more than a year of bad news around battery fires, this summer, Chevy slashed the price of the electric Bolt and the Bolt EUV by as much as $6,000, making it the most affordable electric car on sale in the U.S. Now, of course, if you bought one at full price, you're a little disappointed. And so that's what this is all about. In an effort to appease those customers who bought the Bolts before the discount, Chevy offered a cash rebate to existing Bolt owners. But a tipster points out to Jalopnik, in order to receive the rebate, the owners have got to waive all their rights to sue GM over the vehicle, including the right to sue if their Bolt battery catches on fire. And um, that's one of the issues. But the Bolt is the car that at one point in time, every single one was subject to recall because of the battery problems. So here's the battery issue. In late 2020, GM recalled 68,000 bolts due to a risk of the batteries catching fire. The fix involved a software update rolled out in April 2021. Uh, About a week later, an affected bolt caught fire in Virginia, destroying the garage it was parked in. More bolt fires followed, even after a second recall, including uh, a recommendation from NHTSA that bolt owners park outside and avoid leaving their cars plugged in overnight. Third recall issued late July of 2021 finally offered to replace defective battery packs in lieu of the previous software update, which didn't appear to be doing the job. By August 2021, the various bolt recalls had cost GM $800 million. That month, GM expanded the recall to include every bolt ever made. Which, by the way, makes it very easy to recall them, right? Is my bolt involved in the recall? Yes. Do you want to know the VIN? No. Do you want to know the year? No. (laughs) They've all been recalled. Everyone? All of them. Everyone. So, they replaced the battery packs and offered a new 8-year, 100,000-mile warranty on the replacement battery. The battery supplier's stock value lost $6 billion after GM suggested it would hold them responsible for the $1 billion recall costs. Uh, In September, yet another bolt fire prompted GM to advise owners to park 50 feet away from other cars. By then, the recall had ballooned to 141,000 vehicles in response to 16 vehicle fires. And, of course, parking your car outside overnight, not being able to recharge overnight, and having to park 50 feet away from other things makes it kind of difficult. So, GM restarted the Bolt assembly line in April of 2022. And, by the way, there's a viewer of my channel who sends me notes who works on the Bolt assembly line. So, I get updates whenever they fire up or shut down. Uh, They also pushed out new ads that highlighted the convenience of driving an EV. Did not mention the recalls, of course. And finally, in June of 2022, Chevy knocked $5,000 off the MSRP of the 2023 Bolt and more than $6,000 off the price of the 2023 Bolt. So at that point, a Jalopnik reader who owns a Bolt that's eligible for the rebate contacted Jalopnik. And when this reader began the process of claiming the rebate, which in this case is about $5,400, they noticed language in the fine print that they were concerned about. The tipster provided a screenshot of the screen where they were asked to enter their vehicle identification number. Entering the VIN brought up the release, which Bolt owners are required to agree to in order to proceed with the reimbursement. Now, it's quite a lot of legalese. But when I talked to Bob, he said, what I'm concerned about is that there's this one paragraph That says that you agree to this, and it says, by nonetheless agreeing to this release, I, both on my own behalf and on behalf of my heirs, agents, servants, beneficiaries, legal representatives, assigns, wards, executors, successors, and administrators, forever waive and release all claims, damages, or causes of action, either known or unknown, regardless of the legal or equitable theory that I may have now or in the future arising out of or in any way relating to my bolt vehicle the battery defect, or the battery recalls. So they're saying you get a rebate. You get the $6,000 or the $5,400 or whatever it was. You get a rebate, but all you got to do is sign a release saying that you won't sue us for anything and you can't sue us for anything in the future, regardless of what the cause is, if it's got to do with this vehicle. And so when I was talking to Bob, he goes, Steve, is this common? Well, it's interesting because it's common in lawsuits, to settle a claim with someone you're suing by signing a release saying, I'll drop my case if you pay me some money and I won't sue you again in the future because I've already resolved this claim. But here they're sending over a release that looks like you're settling a legal claim, but that's not what they're saying you're doing this for. You're doing this to get the rebate. So usually just to get a rebate, you have to confirm that you own the vehicle and you paid for it or something like that. And, I mean, I've gotten rebates on cars at the dealership. I'm standing there signing a bunch of documents or sitting. I might be sitting when I'm signing documents. Sitting there signing a bunch of documents, and one of them says, you know, I am the person who's buying this vehicle. I am entitled to this rebate. I don't waive my legal claims in the future. So I found that odd, and I told Bob so. So Bob writes, note the part in bold. Forever waive and release all claims, damages, or causes of action arising out of my Bolt vehicle the battery defect, or the battery recalls. But notice that it's not just the battery or the recalls. It also includes anything arising out of my Bolt vehicle. That's bumper to bumper. So to our tips, and to me, this is Bob Sorokanish speaking, this sounds like a lot like Bolt owners who wanted to rebate would give up their right to sue for damages, even if the Bolt's battery caught fire due to the defect that's been plaguing GM for more than a year. It also means you're going to give up your right to sue them if you bring it in for warranty work, and they go, we're not going to work on it. Sue us. Oh, you can't. To confirm this, I reached out to a man familiar to all Jalopnik readers, Steve Leto, regular Jalopnik contributor and an experienced lawyer licensed in Michigan specializing in automobile warranty law. We had a long discussion. Bob said, "Um, could you write that down? (laughs) Oh, Bob, you weren't taking notes? (laughs) That's fine. So I wrote him a concise version of what we talked about. I said, This release looks fairly standard at first blush, but most releases I see result from lawsuits filed on behalf of clients regarding defective cars. In those cases, my clients know what the problem with their car is and have decided to settle with that in mind. In the Bolt EV setting, there seems to be a slightly different problem. Owners get a rebate to make up for a perceived pricing disparity, And in exchange for the rebate, they waive legal rights, present or future, arising from the car, the battery defects, or the never-ending battery recalls. Instead of thinking of this as a rebate, think of it as a legal release, a document settling a legal claim against General Motors. Although these owners may not have raised legal claims against GM, they are giving up their right to do so in exchange for the rebate, Lato continued. If my client owned an out-of-warranty Bolt and parked outside, I wouldn't argue with them too much if they wanted to sign and take the money. But a Bolt still under warranty and being parked in an attached garage, I'd give them a lot of pushback on it, keeping in mind all that they're giving up for that rebate. And uh, Bob wrote, It doesn't get much more direct than that. Leto, whose YouTube channel you should absolutely check out with a hot link there, also explained to me that this release doesn't affect one important thing, which is recalls. Even if a Bolt owner agreed to this legal release in exchange for the rebate, GM would still be required to, by law to perform recall repairs or inspections affecting the car's uh, conditions, especially for safety reasons. We discussed that before. So hypothetically, if GM continues to issue recalls over the battery issue, a customer who accepted the rebate would still be contacted and still be eligible for a no-cost repair or updates. So here's the thing. Um, I'm going to jump ahead because... General Motors then responded after this article went up. Apparently, Bob had reached out to them and asked them for a response, and they finally gave him one, uh, but it was after his story went up. So he wrote, After the article was published, a GM rep provided us with the following statement. It's two sentences long. The agreement for the reimbursement program does contain language that waives claims against GM and identifies existing litigation. This is a common practice When it comes to programs like this, it does not waive claims involving any potential recalls in the future. Sorry, that's three sentences. But you'll notice the agreement for the reimbursement does contain language. That's true. That waives claims. That's true. Against GM and identifies existing litigation. That's true. But it doesn't limit it to existing litigation. That's the problem. So that entire sentence here is meaningless. This is a common practice. Well, depends on what you're talking about. Common Common with rebates or common with just legal issues. Uh, And then it says it does not waive claims involving any potential recalls in the future, which is what I told Bob, which is what Bob wrote in the story. And they wrote that sentence, I think, on purpose to be deceptive because it can't affect recalls in the future. It's kind of like if I said uh, this document you're signing here does not affect gravity tomorrow. Sign it. Well, what does affect gravity tomorrow? Anything? No. There's going to be gravity tomorrow. (laughs) It doesn't waive claims involving any potential recalls. Of course it doesn't. But it does waive claims involving everything else. But keep in mind recalls are mandated by NHTSA on safety issues. You can't waive them. GM can't ignore them. So for them to say, oh, it doesn't waive those is meaningless. What about the legal issues that arise that have nothing to do with recalls For instance, you're driving down the road and your motor fails. Let's assume the car's got an electric motor that fails for some weird reason. Let's assume it's a manufacturing defect and the motor fails. You take it to the dealership, they go, we're not going to fix it. We don't feel like it. You call up GM, they go, oh, you signed that release, we're not going to fix it. Can't sue them. You signed the release. And you can't say, well, it's a recall because it's not a recall. It's not a safety issue if the motor just fails. It's like an engine failure, a motor failure. I understand they're different devices. I understand that. But my point is if a component on the car fails under warranty, it's not safety-related, so it's not subject to a recall, you gave up your right to file a lawsuit over that in exchange for the rebate. So this statement the GM issued from a GM rep is obviously... Meaningless because you can't wave that and you didn't wave that. And for them to tell you you didn't wave it is them telling you something you should have already known because it was mentioned in the article by some guy named Steve Leto talking to Bob Sorkanich. <laughs> so there you go. And I'm just mentioning this. Like I said, several people asked me why I hadn't commented on this. And I thought, well, there's a story on Jalopnik. Not all my viewers read Jalopnik. And, of course, not all Jalopnik readers watch my videos. But if you do and you're new here, welcome, my friends. But Chevy offers Bolt owners $6,000 to waive right to Sue over battery fires and everything else. And that's the question. Is that worth it? So the story is sent to me by Vinny, Tim, Adam, Josh, and Christoph. Thank you very much. Bob Sorkanish wrote the story. And I said, Bob, call me anytime. Talk to you guys. I love you guys. Over there at jalopnik.com. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. How many people here have telekinetic powers? Raise my hand.